The Hump, episode 26. We are the champions. Welcome to The Hump, your show about how to get one over in this thing called life. This is Brent Bowen. And Chad Beeland. And folks on Facebook, Chad may sound a little bit more muffled and folks listen to audio. He was experiencing technical difficulties, but we dialed him in old school radio way. He's called into my cell phone and connected into the mixing board. So glad we are still able to make this work. Feels like one of those times where they have like something horrible happens on the news and it's going so fast. The only way they can get somebody is on a phone. Yeah, but that's not exactly the panic. It's not exactly the crisis situation that you're really dealing with. It sounds like a busted laptop. Yeah, true. That was that the home laptop or was that another device? No, it's my work. Uh Oh, so you're not gonna be able to work it tomorrow. Looking that way. I guess it's a blessing in disguise. How highly unfortunate. So I can't see you, which is a damn shame, but what are you drinking tonight? Broke out something special since it's NFL draft night. Okay. I went up to uh, BKS, you know, local brewery, wanted to help them out. And I got a uh, large formatted bottle of their double Holstein chocolate coconut. Ooh, that sounds delicious. It has your name written all over it. I mean, it's just liquid chocolate coconut. It sounds like it. Like anytime you can commit to pouring almond joy in a glass, I'm down. Mm. Wow, it's it's fantastic, and it's only eight point five percent, which is a little surprising. Yeah, generally something like that, you think it'd be around ten, eleven. Yeah, I went heavy on the percentage, so I don't know if you brought this to me which you're prone to bring me beer if this was a gift from Bernard, but I actually broke out the brandy land tonight. Oh yeah. So that's what I'm enjoying the almost 13%. So Boulevard brandy land, and it's a spiced Imperial stout aged in apple brandy barrels. I thought, yeah, you may not, you may not make it to the chief's pick at 32. I, I may not, in fact, make it to the to the chief's pick. Can you believe we've not talked about the Super Bowl other than maybe watching it on the show yet? That is crazy. Yeah. Still uh, basking in the uh, in the victory that was the Super Bowl. Yes, we yes, we are. And we're also basking in another victory. So we played a little game last week that we're going to talk about how we're working the double championship angle here. Super Bowl champions and gaming champions the other night. I'm getting pretty good at that game. Have you have you played it some more? I have played it a few times. Okay. You did you guys break down and make the So just for folks that are we we ended up and we ended up having a game night, Chad and his wife, me and Becca and a couple other couples and we ended up doing a virtual version of Jackbox via Zoom. And we only played a couple rounds of a few different games, but it seemed like Chad and I came out victorious in every single attempt. Yeah, it, it kind of felt like you're showing your cards a little too quickly though cuz 
it's basically proven that we're both good liars. <laughs> I mean, that's literally the whole point of the game is to come up with a lie that's so believable that people will vote for your lie. Yeah, I don't, I don't remember what the first game was that we played, but I know we played Quiplash, which is that's like crazy. What's the what's the it's like crazy Mad Libs. Yeah, it's head to head Mad Libs. Yeah, head to head Mad Libs. The other one was fib, Fibbage. Yeah, that's the line game. It's yes, Fibbage. So did you guys break down and buy the games after we played the other night? No, it's kind of been like a uh, kind of a break away from work. So we had like a virtual happy hour today and it was on Zoom and we did the uh, Jackbox. Oh, very cool. And I won again today. At Fibbage or? or uh, I was the second one. Quiplash. I almost yeah. called it, I almost called it Quidditch, but Quidditch. Quidditch. If you combine Quidditch and yeah, Quiplash. Okay. All right, so nice. Nice. Even a champion today in Fibbage. So, yeah, like you said, it's kind of a dubious honor. Yeah, I'm consistently a good liar. <laughs> I'm not going to have you confess what work you do, but that might actually play well into your job function too. <laughs> My mom would be so proud. <laughs> yes, yeah, she, she would. Uh, and considering I do marketing, I'm pretty much considered a liar probably anyway. Right up next to lawyers and salespeople. <laughs> exactly. You're the Saul Goodman of marketing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Well, it's not like we completely lack heart, though. I was going to mention that uh, a couple episodes ago, we had brought up Kansas City Young Audiences, and they did their band together event. It was basically a live Facebook concert or performing, you know, art extravaganza. And the goal was to help raise proceeds for Kansas city, independent performing artists. That's everything from musicians to visual artists to dancers. And they've lost wages of anywhere, depending on the estimate, 65 to $80,000 And in this one day kind of event and run up until April 15th, they ended up raising not all of it, but raising $28,000, a lot of that raise that actual day. So that was, that's some good news to share. Yeah. Yeah. That's a big number. Yeah. And I know your daughter jumped on for a little bit and watched some of that, right? Your oldest. Oh yeah. 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 It was cool. Well, very good. The other update I want to do, because we ended up having from we had Rachel Kennedy from the Iron District on a couple episodes ago and we've got all these changing you know restrictions that was something i was going to ask you about don't you find it curious how we'll come back to Rachel in the Iron District in a moment don't you find it curious how our mayors in Kansas City because we're divided by a state line we're all in lockstep coming into the stay at home order we're all going to we're all going to stick to the same date. And now on the reentry plan, they're all over the map. Like none of them can seem to work together. Yeah. I mean, cause some of them are stupid and some of them aren't. <laughs> you, you're just going to, we're just going to cut to the quick. Chad's like some of them are idiots. Some of them are fucking idiots and some of them get it. Right. I mean, it's just, it's mind boggling me personally, but you know, maybe that's this isn't the, the venue for that. No, we don't get into all that on the political level. I just, I just find it interesting how it was all kumbaya 
and joint press conferences leading into the stay-at-home order. Everybody could agree, but now that it's time for the rocket ship to enter the atmosphere, this thing's breaking the fuck up in the solar system. Like it's, it's, yeah. it's burning to pieces. Economic pressure is a powerful force. That's for sure. Yeah, it definitely, definitely is. And politicians want to get reelected. So, yeah, you know, universal truth. Well, the iron district. So one of the things that we want to provide an update on. So we had Rachel on talking about the, the container club programs. And that's something we may have not been very clear about asking her specifically about that big party she was planning. Cause I have an update there. We, and you had pointed it out to me this week. And so I think it'd be good to clarify for folks that they're not going to look to do anything uh, unsafe. And so that whole idea of having a big party is not going to happen until July, August, whatever point one, it makes sense from both the policy standpoint within the city. And then two, they're going to make good, smart decisions from the standpoint of health and safety, because those, even though businesses are opening back up, they're likely to have restrictions on the number of people they can have in any one place. The other thing they've decided to do, realizing that is just a quick update is they're offering a family style meal pickup. You've started to see those gain some prominence about town and they're going to pull several of the restaurant vendors And so I think starting May 2nd, they're going to start offering like a family style meal pickup for a number of their vendors. So just a quick update on things from the the interview we did with did with Rachel at the Iron District a couple weeks back. Yeah, I mean, that's a great idea. Like, I mean, people are tired of cooking, man. I'm cooking way too many meals lately. So, you know, like Joe's KC is a good example. They do like the family packs for four, six, eight. And they're fantastic because it's easy. You don't have to sit there and make 10 different orders. You just say, give me the curbside to go for four and pick it up in a box and you're good to go. Yeah. Beck and I've had, we haven't tried Joe's because the producer and I in the room are about the only one that'll really commit to barbecue in this household. Joe's needs to be on the list. We ended up trying, I don't know why they renamed again. It had to do with some political reasons. Jay Alexander in Overland Park at, you know, whatever that is at Metcalf and about 119th street, 115th street, J Alexander. They're now called the Overland park for the purposes of their family style meal. They're called the Overland park grill and they have family meals that anywhere from $20 to we saw, was it 60 or $70 for a family meal? If you really wanted to go upscale, like they had prime rib. Like if you really want to go upscale, you could, I forget how much it was exactly, but it was over $70, but the kids ended up getting a big container of chicken fingers. I think for like 16 chicken fingers, a salad and carrot cake for 25 bucks. Beck and I broke down on, it was like a, it was a steak, like a strip steak, three ridiculous amount of strip steak that even after the first night eating it, we have been, she has been slicing it thin and making steak quesadillas like all damn week long. Mm. It's been really good. They got the mad chicken there. It's great. I mean, it's not, you know, there are a lot of chicken places, but theirs are really good. Yeah. The chicken, would you produce or would you think of the chicken? I know, I know I had a little bit of that chicken too, but what'd you think of that chicken? It was good. I put it on, on bread and made like a kind of like, spicy chicken sandwich with it 
So you can tell I haven't eaten a couple hours. Everything's sounding really good right now. We better, we, we better stop that shit. And I'm drinking, so that's really bad. We better stop that shit. So we were talking about, we led the show with, we are the champions. We are having this conversation the, the first day of the 2020 NFL draft. And this is a strange position to be in. I'm like, I'm looking at all the mock drafts and going, can't we get a better player than this? And the mock drafts, I'm like, oh yeah, we won the Super Bowl. Well, I mean, they're in one of those positions. I mean, who knows what they're going to do? They could trade up. They could trade down. They could take any number of positions. Like, it's kind of the, the dream spot you're in. They don't have any immediate needs. Yeah. What do you see them doing tonight in the first round? I don't know. I was getting kind of geeked when uh, I saw that Peter King rumor that they were going to trade up and get Henry Rugg, the wide receiver. I mean, it's kind of like we're the last team in the league that needs a wide receiver, but you look at their situation next year when most likely Watkins and Robinson are gone. Like you could spend a year, you know, grooming him. And then next year you just go full in with Tyreek Hardman and, and rugs. Plus, you know, the best, uh, but it's, well, I guess it's, I'm flipping it. The best defense is a good offense. Yeah. I mean, well, on the tight end we picked up, from Cleveland is supposed to be kind of a speed tight end too. just having those multiple options and weapons on the field. It would be a beautiful thing. One. And then two, a lot of the other mock drafts, you're talking about rugs, the other landing spots I've seen for rugs. Cause at first I kind of dismissed it. I'm like, this is ridiculous. But the more I started thinking about it and looking at the other mock drafts, a lot of the landing spots they had for rugs were, Oh, not Oakland. Excuse me. Las Vegas. It's going to be hard for me to do that. I, I'm never going to get that one right. I mean, I still call them the San Diego Chargers. So. That team's not in Las Vegas, but they're somewhere out west. Right? They're in L.A. And then, crap, who's the other? They have the Broncos potentially getting him. So you don't want him in any of, you don't want him in any of those spots. Yeah, I mean, all those AFC West teams are kind of in a tough spot because, you know, what do you do? Do you go and draft like five cornerbacks because you got to deal with the Chiefs or do you try to get better offensively and beat them that way? Problem is, I got to do both if they want to close that gap. Yeah, they're going to have to get better offensively to try and run traps. You either try and stop us or you try and keep up, right? One of the two. Yeah. So, And the likelihood, even if you have the best defense in the league, we saw how the Super Bowl went. We would put 21 on the best defense in the league in the fourth quarter. Exactly. So you, you got to try and figure out, I guess, a way to keep up. The one thing that surprised me heading into the draft, I don't know if it surprised you. You surprised Chris Jones is still on the roster? Well, they said, you know, they tagged him and they said if they, uh, you know, they're acting like they had till June to get a deal done. But realistically, you think they'd want to have something in place in the next 30 two minutes because if you're going to get some draft picks you want to be able to make those draft picks yeah we want to do it tonight if we're going to do it i i kind of like the whole idea of the run it back tour i read an article a couple weeks ago it was um i forget which sports writer it was they were comparing the chiefs to the 2011 green bay packers and explained how obviously the situation's different and that they weren't going through a pandemic at the time. They were reassembling the team for the Packers. But they were going through a strike-shortened offseason, 
And so the Packers made a conscious decision to keep that team together. And they ended up going 15 and one that season. Yeah. I mean, there's a really strong argument to make that, you know, the Saints just canceled their entire offseason program. They're like, we're just not even going to deal with it. So having continuity is going to be huge. And I mean, we bring back pretty much every starter from your Super Bowl winning team. You're already five steps ahead of everyone else. Yeah. I think that continuity will play out well for us. I mean, I find the Tom Brady thing fascinating and whatnot. And maybe that's why they push so hard to get Gronk because Tom's not going to have any time getting used to uh, Tampa Bay's wide receivers. I mean, there's timing involved there. There's touch. You got to be able to you know, understand what the receiver is going to be doing. And he's not going to have any of that. So I think they're going to struggle at the beginning of the year just because they don't have any continuity. They don't know each other. Yeah. They're going to have to develop that rapport. And like you said, Gronk will probably be a safety blanket early. Yeah. Which it does make a lot of sense. A producer and I were kind of laughing about that earlier in the week thinking, okay, Gronk was already starting to break down pretty significantly and be in a lot of pain. But if the idea is to use him early, right. Just, to just to kind of slog by and keep him in the, keep him in the running for division and all those things while they figure out the rest of it out, that could make a lot of sense. Well, shit two years off probably doesn't hurt your health a little. I mean, you know, he was one of those guys. He was an interesting cat. Like he never spent any of his football money while he played. He was just spending his endorsement money and then would get, you know, freebies from people. But who knows? Maybe uh, he likes to party. Maybe he was pouring through that football money faster than he thought. And he's like, I got to get me one more check while I can. Oh, but he's got the budding WWE career. I mean, come on. I read somewhere he may have to defend his title during the, during the football season. (laughs) Speaking of WWE, I found, I was watching the other night flipping around and I found it fascinating because I got my first glimpse of what, and I'm using this term loosely when it comes to wrestling sports is, but wrestling the show must go on. They're still having their shows. Yeah. And it's really interesting to watch now because they're basically in an empty arena. And that's most likely what we're going to be dealing with here with uh, the NFL in the fall. Like, they're not going to have fans in the stands this fall. I see zero chance of that. Yeah. And that's really sad to me for the this Chiefs team. We waited 50 years and then for them to get their ring, cer- have the ring ceremony to an empty Arrowhead Stadium. Yeah. Yeah, just breaks my heart. So real quick, we got the draft tonight. They're doing this all on Zoom, and I haven't been a big TikTok watcher, but Becca's gotten like my freaking kids, man. They've gotten Becca completely addicted to TikTok this last weekend. There was one funny TikTok video about the draft running all on Zoom tonight (laughs) and virtually over the Internet. Grant showed me, and so I'm laughing. So. Which NFL team, I'm curious what you think. I think we should all pick, including the producer, which NFL team is going to get their virtual draft hacked tonight? Like, which of these fan bases are going to get to see boobies on the internet because, you know, their team fucked it up and couldn't get the security down? I think there's only one choice. What's that? The Raiders. The Raiders. The Raiders would be a good choice. I always think the Jets like have some sort of poison pill too. 
I mean, the Jets have like had the butt fumble and they've had so much bad luck. I can see like Jets fans having having that happen to them too. Yeah, that the Jets are a snake pit franchise, but this seems like a uniquely uh, Raider problem to me. Yeah. Producer, what do you think? I have the Bengals. Oh, the Bungles? They're going to bungle it? Yeah, the Patriots were recording them that one time. I just think that they're somehow going to get hacked. They always have video issues? Yeah. <laughs> they might be the best target. I mean, that's a good point. They might be the best target because they got the number one pick. They're taking Joe Burrow. This is their big moment, their big Patrick Mahomes moment. And it would be funny if right before, you know, they say his name, like, yeah, boobs show up on the screen. Yeah, that'd be pretty funny. I, I it'd be hilarious if we had a, like an airplane moment. You know, there's that scene in Airplane where Airplane's like a PG movie. And before they had PG-13 and there's a scene in there where they're in the plane and there's a naked woman. She's kind of dancing down the aisle. And Grant and I were watching that. You were what, like seven years old? And he turns to me, he goes, dad, your PG movies are a lot different than my PG movies. <laughs> I can see that. Yeah. Mo- I can see that moment. Well, totally true. Yeah. So it'll be interesting to watch this NFL draft. So we've had our music guest that's joined us and is waiting. And Chad, I'm kind of, we've talked about Vegas. I kind of had him come on tonight in honor of you because the last time we had you know, some club music really together was when we were in Vegas and you were man hugging like all the bouncers in the place. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. He was. I mean, so we got DJ K fan. He's joined us tonight and he's going to spin a little something for us. I invited him on for you, but also we had Rachel Kennedy from the Iron District. We've had K fan out at the Iron District before to perform. He was supposed to perform our opening opening weekend there at the iron district and that obviously wasn't able to happen with the the stay-at-home order so i invited him we invited him on tonight to spin a little something for us dj k fan tell us tell folks you you run in a virtual tip jar or anything like that out there where people can connect with you how are you doing man how's this how, so just quickly how's this kind of affecting you you know it's Affected me like directly, you know, they kind of called everything off like the day before St. Patty's Day, which I remember it's, it's the, the weekend of like the 17th of March. So you had to cancel the the night of, right? Yeah, no, I remember I was going to do the, the Snake Saturday parade that Saturday. And then it was starting to become like a big week, you know, like March, usually March, the mid of March, like towards April. It's kind of like it's a pretty big month for DJs because all this stuff is going to open back up with patios and everything. And, you know, that kind of cut off. So, you know, unfortunately for a lot of us, uh, our income, I mean, if you're doing this as a full-time thing, I mean, your income is just cut off directly. So, yeah. Yeah. I mean, thankfully I've been smart, you know, with my financials and stuff like, you know, the past two years, I mean, I've saved up money, so I'm getting by. Okay. But you know, it's for a lot of us, you know, it's, it's pretty, it's pretty hard. Yeah. So have you been doing any kind of virtual shows or anything? I know a lot of folks have been doing like, uh, I think it's dementia. So one of your uh, compatriots, actually, I went to high school with him. I didn't realize that. Oh yeah. Kelly Kelly. Yeah. Uh, we went to high school together. 
Nice. And I saw he had a setup where he's doing some virtual shows and stuff on Facebook. You doing anything yeah. like that? Yeah, I've uh, I've streamed uh, a couple times. I'm actually doing one tomorrow with my buddy tomorrow night at like 10 o'clock. That's going to be on my Facebook. I think we're going to try and do that. I was gonna, so the, the link is going to be on my Facebook page. It's just under Kevin, K-E-V-I-N uh, space fan, F-A-N. So if you log on to that, you should be able to see it. Well, cool. We'll put a link to your Facebook in the show notes. We do show notes for the show. Okay. And we'll put a link in there. And are you doing any kind of virtual tip jar or anything like that? Yeah. I mean, usually it's not really like a concern of mine, but you know, yeah. I, usually people, you know, will send me Venmo and send me like a Venmo payment or something like a tip or something like that, just through Venmo. And yeah, you know, I really appreciate it, but you know, it's not, you don't have to do it. It's not necessary. You know, I get it. All right. Chad's joined us via Squadcast. Good to see your face, Chad. <laughs> so no, K-Fan, de- definitely share your Venmo. We'll share that with our listeners too. We know time. That's the whole reason we're doing this and having artists on is because uh-huh. we know one of the things you may not know about me is I am actually on the board for a youth arts organization. So oh, nice. all, all sorts of things from music to visual arts. And, and I want to help support the artists that I know that are struggling in the community and maybe not even struggling, but just allowing them the opportunity one to share their work and then uh, allow people to show them some love. So definitely what's your Venmo? We'll, we'll throw that out there. It's just at DJ K fan. Pretty simple. Okay. And how do you spell K fan? Just so we don't mess that up. Yeah. It's K a Y and then F a N sweet. So DJ K fan on Venmo you can share a little love with him. You want to stay on real quick and do the triple D with us? Sure. Okay. So we're ready for this week's triple D. And for those folks that aren't familiar with triple D, we it's our way of outing bad behavior. And we throw out a discussion to discuss whether it's a dick douche or dumbass move. This week's triple D move. This actually happened to Becca at Shake Shack and Shake Shack was lovely. They were smart. They had signs everywhere said, stand this far apart. What do you call someone who invades your personal space during the pandemic? Like get all up close and personal. Uh Oh, Chad's dead. We can't hear Chad. So K fan. Yeah. What, what, what do you, what do you got for that? What do you, is that a dick douche or a dumbass movie? Thank I'm going to say, I'm going to say it's like a combination between a dick and a douche. It kind of happened to me, you know, I, I like to, you know, when I get it into my house, I like to wash my hands or if I have guests come over, you know, I kind of tell them to wash their hands and stuff like that. Cause they've been touching door handles and stuff. But, you know, I had one incident where a friend of mine just didn't, I kind of told him, Hey, can you please wash your hands when you come inside? You know, he didn't want to do it. And he's kind of, you know, getting really close to me and, I just didn't like it. You know, I wasn't really comfortable with that. So I'm going to say it's like a dick move, douche move. Yeah. So I, (laughs) 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 so I love it. Uh, Chad, throw that up on the screen again. Not everybody can see that in radio land, right? So Chad's vote, because we're still experiencing technical difficulties with the co-host it reads dumbass people just forget for most part. So 
Yeah, I could I could buy that. I'm not really going to call it a douche move, really. It probably is just a dumbass move. People are pretty much pretty freaking ignorant. You there? Chad, can we hear you? Yeah, I'm here. No, I can hear K-Fan, but I can't hear, can't hear Chad. So you should have just stayed on the phone, man. You were fine on the phone. You're rolling, and he's rolling his eyes at me. <laughs> Is he calling me back? Answer the phone. I can hear the phone. Oh, we're calling him. Oh, okay. Yeah. Hi, right. Chad. I can't come to the phone right now. I'll call you back. Thanks. <laughs> oh, my God. This is the best episode ever. People love it. You back on? I'm back on. All right. I can see you and I can hear you now. Just not, yeah. just not in the way we intended. I figured out what happened. My Google Fiber went down. Like I've had Google Fiber like three years. It's gone down like maybe twice. And of course it goes down tonight. It goes down the night we were able to record. Well, you only sound like you're calling in from Mars, but it's okay. I lived there part of the time. We had a vacation home. We made it work. So it looks like K fans like pulling up a track. He's, he's going to throw on, he's going to perform for us regardless tonight, which is awesome. So, Chad, do you have any other thoughts on uh, that Triple D? Well, K-Fan's pulling something up. I mean, the uh, again, I don't like to sugarcoat things, but these dumbasses at these protest rallies, they're, they're just plain dicks because <laughs> they don't know any better. But for the most part, I think it's dumbass just because people, uh, you know, you just forget. I mean, you just then he grained in you your whole life. And all of a sudden you're like, doesn't always register that you got to pump the brakes and give a little space. Yeah. I'm glad you brought up the protest rallies because I am real. I find it interesting. The people that go to the protest rallies to protest that ha- that are wearing masks. That there are two bugaboos that I have with these. That's mind boggling to me. Obviously you believe it a little bit. If you're wearing a mask, dumbass. And then the other one is, I have no idea why automatic rifles or weapons are needed at a rally. Are you shooting the virus or what's, what's your target here? <laughs> I mean, there's literally no need for weapons. No, there's there's no need for weapons. Yeah, peaceful assembly is okay. We'll, we'll accept peaceful assembly. Hey, if you want to protest, that's fine. But if you're going to protest, like commit to the protest. Like, don't wear a mask at the protest. Commit. Commit to your belief. Yeah. I mean, it's it's a little sad to me because people aren't protesting like the fact that, you know, so many Americans don't have health insurance and are struggling. And we have bigger fish to fry than, holy shit, I want to go to Home Depot and buy a whiskey barrel to plant some flowers in. Like, I don't have any patience for it. Sorry. No. No, I, I'm with you. And, and so I, and I could agree with you that those folks, a lot of those folks, particularly if they're wearing a mask and then there was a nurse on the news and said, if you're at a protest and then you come in with the virus, I would rather move you to another line and just not help you. So, yeah. Yeah. Sign the waiver that you're giving up your right. Yeah. You're right. You're right to medical assistance. All right. K fan. I know I'm feeling it. You're leaning in on us on the camera. You got something ready for us. You're going to send us out in style, aren't you? So this is a mix I made for uh, 
it was a promotional uh, mixtape that I had. Kind of tells a little story. I'm kind of like a, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a sucker for ladies and all that. So, you know, this is, this one is kind of dedicated to them. Yeah. So. <laughs> all right. Let's spin it. okay with you guys. You know, I'll just give it a, give it a play. See if you guys can hear it. We'll use it to send us out. Can you guys hear it? You guys can hear it? Okay. Thanks for DJK fan for dropping some beats tonight, sharing a little bit of love to the ladies. If you've enjoyed today's episode, go out to the He Says, She Says Casey Facebook page and like follow us if you haven't already. Remember, you can catch us live during the coronavirus pandemic. It's going to be Thursdays at about six o'clock. You can catch us then. Also, check out the He Says, She Says Casey blog. And you can rate, subscribe to us on your favorite podcast platform, including Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Chad's favorite, Stitcher. Stitcher. Thanks for joining us, everyone. Have a great night. Take care.